Welcome to Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics relevant to all areas of their life. Hi, Life Reframers, and welcome to episode 27. Today, we're going to talk all about the balance wheel. But before we do, hello, Sandy. How are you? Hi, Joanne. I am recovering. I've been sick for about a week with this flu or cold virus that's been going around. So I'm really quite happy to be on the other side of it. But if I sound a little, you know, sexier than usual, it's the cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really, it really got you, didn't it? It did. It did. And, you know, it makes me... um, excited about one of our upcoming podcasts where we're going to talk to a nutritionist because I want to talk to her about how can I make sure that never happens to me again. Yeah, it's been going around. Some people's holiday hasn't been as they expected, I guess. So I think a lot of families out there have had to adapt and and uh, make different plans. I had a nice holiday. We were looking for just forward just to trying not to do too much and just having a break. I'm a little bit sad today, though, because you and I were going to get together, but because of this beautiful snowstorm we've been having, <laughs> we are doing this virtually again but thank goodness for our virtual technology hey yeah I'm disappointed too I was really looking forward to seeing you and I even cleaned my house because you were coming (laughs) over and I was like this is great got that that someone's coming motivation and uh, (laughs) anyway that's fine you're gonna come next week and I'll I'll do it again (laughs) yes practically yes okay All right, so today we're going to talk all about the balance wheel and you may have heard this be called the wheel of life or the circle of life. It's a quite a common tool used in coaching to help identify areas where you want to focus your efforts on and its premise is all around trying to get balance um, in your life and helping you create awareness of where you may be out of balance and take action to generate a new reality. So we're calling it the balance wheel. And Sandy and I have got together and we've decided um, we want our focus for our podcast sessions to be around topics related to our balance wheel. And some of them we've already hit on already in 2016 Uh, But, yeah, we wanted to really use this as another frame. So we have our Reframe Your Life model that we always touch upon in each of our episodes. And then we're going to make sure that we continue to bring up our balance wheel and see where we're in or out of balance. So before we jump in there, Sandy, we have to talk about balance because I can probably bet some people's eyes are rolling right now as I say the word (laughs) balance. (laughs) Yes, it's a dirty word. It's a nasty <laughs> word because it's it seems like it's an unachievable, unattainable goal to have life balance. You know, it's like um, the way I look at life balance is I see it as sort of something over time, not in a day or a week or a month, but just something that... Um, over time, I have balance. Like this week, maybe I have to really focus on my health because I'm not feeling well. So other things aren't happening. 
So if I was to look at my life right now, this week, I'd be like, yeah, it's not very balanced. But if I was to look at it over the period of a month or six months, then I would say, yeah, overall, there's there's balance in my life. I like the word balance. I personally don't think it should be a dirty word. And I know it is, some people think it's too overused. I believe that balance is, is what you decide it will be because balance is very important to me. And I actually think it might be my word for 2017, but I'm going to be greedy and I'm going to have a couple of words for 2017. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. We haven't even so, talked about this yet. So this is exciting. No. So our balance wheel we feel is a good reflection and a good check-in tool for us to assess our life and we want to bring balance to our podcast we want to make sure that we are touching on all aspects that are important to us or our listeners so that's why we're going to use it as a bit of a frame for 2017 and when you do this uh balance wheel exercise it's a snapshot in time Okay, it's not a report card. It's, it's nothing. It shouldn't be making you feel guilty, but it's it's a real good reflection tool, and reflection is part of our model. So it's really like, okay, let's let's assess where I'm at and where I want to be, and this provides a tool and an avenue to do that. Yes, and we are making this. Um, we're putting a balance wheel on our website, so mm. our listeners can download it and fill it out themselves or if they're on our mailing list or they'll just get it delivered in their inbox when the podcast is uploaded and our newsletter goes out. So uh, I think it's something we want to encourage everyone to take a few minutes, maybe, you know, half an hour and just reflect on their own life right now. And maybe uh, something will emerge from that that would be helpful for you to focus on. Yeah. And our balance wheel that we go through has got a lot on it because that's just who we are. <laughs> We're intense. We're intense people. <laughs> we'll put ours up there and offer a blank one and people can decide which categories are important or not for them, uh, aren't important or, or maybe some things we don't talk about are important to people. So we'll, we'll give you the option. But, yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a tool. So what's on our balance wheel? Well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you guys. No surprise with the first thing we've got down is physical health and fitness. So <laughs> I will tell you, well, let's talk a little bit about this, but I will tell you I had a bit of an aha yesterday about physical health and fitness, which was interesting. So I'll show that in a minute. But when we talk about physical health and fitness and the way it works on the balance wheel is you you kind of there's like spokes coming out from the center and um the the center would be zero and the outside would be 10 so you want to kind of put a mark on the wheel in each category so that it would be um, somewhere along that continuum of how you would rate yourself right now. So health and fitness, when we're talking about that, we're talking about things like exercising, um, maybe strength training, cardio, uh, yoga, I think would come under there, healthy eating, all of those things come under your physical health and fitness. Is there anything I missed, Joanne? The good thing about this balance wheel is you can decide where you want things to be. So 
certainly I've put yoga under my physical health and fitness because I know it it holistically is part of that. But also that's part of the spiritual section, which we'll talk about in a second too. But Sandy, I'm curious to hear about your story. Okay, so yesterday I was going through a process called Start With Why. I think we talked about it on our mm-hmm. podcast. And so I was sharing stories about um, things that have been really um, impactful or that I've really enjoyed in my life with my coach. And as we were going through them, I mentioned two things from last year. So I mentioned our hiking and I mentioned um, stand-up paddleboarding this summer. And so she was asking me, so why, why were those things, you know, important to you? And I said that um, both of those things really push me. They really challenge me. And I feel really good when I'm finished mm-hmm. because I've done something that I, I don't normally do. And it's, you know, it, it's kind of pushing. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, like I need to build that more into my week like the things that I do I feel are just pretty uh status quo now like walking or maybe Mm -hmm. running walking those kinds of things they're not really challenging me and I thought wow I really like to be challenged physically and I never knew that I like never would have said that before Mm. isn't that crazy oh that's really good no well when you have that own realization yourself it provides that extra motivation right So I often say, Sandy, in terms of physical health and fitness is there is no change without challenge. Right. So, yeah, I love that physical challenge. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking now, what do I need to do? What do I want to do in the next month or two to make sure that I'm really pushing myself physically? I don't know. And that could be like a monthly challenge to yourself, couldn't it? Because it could change. It will change over the seasons. Yes. Well, and one more thing I want to add in here is the word sexy fit. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that in the notes. (laughs) I love this word because I was listening to a podcast and she does fitness training, but she says now I just help my clients become sexy fit and they get to decide what sexy fit means to them. And I was like, I love that because it's different for all of us. We can aspire to what we define as sexy fit. And for me, sexy fit is fitting into the clothes that I have. Right. Yes. When I get off balance and I start not fitting into the clothes that I have, then I'm like, okay, I, it's just it's not sitting well with me. So, so, yeah, I think people can find their own definition or maybe they like that word or not, but that's kind of under my uh, physical health and fitness wheel. That's great. I love it. Okay, so the next one we wanted to talk about, so moving on from the um, physical health and fitness, was mental and emotional health. And, you know, you mentioned yoga. Yoga could come under this one as well, I think. Oh, true. You know, a lot of people do practice mindfulness and meditation and yoga um, for spiritual, physical, and mental and emotional health. Like, I think it kind of crosses all three of these categories for people. So I um, mentioned on one of our earlier podcasts that I had discovered how vitamin uh, vitamin D deficiency was affecting my 
mental and emotional health. Mm. And, you know, I think that's something worth mentioning as well, that when you start to focus on one area, it's going to spill over into other areas. So when you start focusing on your physical health, you're going to find benefits in your mental and emotional health as well. So I think that's, um, you know, true in all of these areas. But for me, um, I have found that um, now having vitamin D in my system has really helped me mentally and emotionally, especially with anxiety, because I was really struggling with um, sort of this low level of anxiety in my life. And I I would just hear things and I'd kind of be going over them in my mind and I couldn't let them go and I'd be worried yeah. about them. And now I've been able to see some progress there. So I think it's really good. And I think there are different things that we can do. We can um, journal is a really good way to deal with mental and emotional health, to take a look at some of the thoughts you're having that might be mm -hmm. affecting your mental and emotional health. I'm just trying to think of some of the things that really help me. One is getting a good night's sleep. If I am tired, it's very hard for me to feel like I have any balance mentally and emotionally. So making sure, and I now have a, on my phone a little chime that goes at around 10 o'clock at night that just to remind me to start getting ready for bed. Yeah, sleep is so important. And I think uh, some of us can underestimate how important sleep is to you. I mean, you, our body needs a break. Our brain needs a break. I like that. Yeah, yoga I would put under that category for me too. And just taking a break. So how often do you take a break just to step away from different things? So I try and take breaks during my day just to change the focus of my mind. Um, for me, a big one here is um, always it's, it's a reflection, but it's checking in with what I can control and what I can't control. Yes. And I, that is part of my mental and emotional health. Something is happening that really I don't have any control over. I'm just trying to be self-aware and just monitor myself on how that's affecting me physically and, and in my mind. And if I'm really constantly thinking about it and I haven't got any control, just trying to let go. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another one I was thinking of is laughing and having mm. fun. It can really help with just that sense of emotional health and well-being. When I haven't been laughing very much, like it's it's not a good sign for me that that I'm doing well because mm -hmm. I think laughter just releases so much stress for us. And so finding ways to have fun and laugh and lighten up a little bit. Okay, so spiritual and personal growth. Um, and we've put these together. Now, you and I have been on the person, personal growth bandwagon for a long time. And I, I like how we've put it together because spiritual was always one of my like, eh, you know, am I really doing anything? Um, but it is part of personal growth. Um, and so, yeah, and here we can, again, include the yoga. We can include the journaling. We can include uh, formal learning. Mm-hmm. And informal learning, watching TED Talks or watching YouTubes that are, that are meaningful and, and are providing you with either some personal growth or, or touching on your spiritual side. Going to church, if that's what you do, 
my community work that I do. Mm -hmm. I was just, there's something that both of us did in the last two weeks that I think for me really would come under this spiritual and personal growth. And that is going to an art exhibit. Oh yeah. So what did you think of it? So off conversation uh, here, but we both went yeah. to see the Chihuly exhibit at the, um, Royal Ontario Museum in Toronto and for me that was a really spiritual experience like it was just beautiful I I, oh. I felt like I wanted to cry it was so beautiful I probably didn't have that experience <laughs> it was amazing like I was in awe of of hearing his story and looking at his work yeah no I love that and so personal growth absolutely you know are there are any areas where you just want to expand Good. So whatever it is that really, I think, nurtures your own spirit is what you want to pay attention to in this area. So if you're not feeling like you could give yourself a 10 here, then just think about that. What What is it that you need to do to really um, bring yourself to life, you know, and to yeah. feed your spirit? So, okay, the next three we're going to look at come under the area of relationships. So mm -hmm. primary relationship is the first one and really important I think um, for me and when I just even saw this heading on here I was thinking that is the relationship that's easiest to neglect I think you just kind of take it for granted you see each other every day yeah. you kind of yeah. you know it can become uh, for us anyway it can become very task focused um, very much about taking care of business, the house, the bills, the, mm. you know, obligations, even socially, you know, and um, I, I know that we've been trying to focus this past um, fall on going out for breakfast because that seems to be a time that works for both of us so we've been trying to to do that is um go out for breakfast maybe once a week and just kind of connect that's nice yeah that's a really neat one it's yeah i think it's really important to define who your own primary relationship is of course what works for you um, and then, of course, family relationships is the next category. So your immediate family and then extended family. I know extended family, for me, it gets a little missed. I mean, because we're away, we try and make an effort, but often many weeks can go by and we, and we haven't connected. So it's, again, defining what that is. Who is your immediate family? Who is your extended family? And what does balance mean around that? Um, and then the last one is social relationships. So friends, your community, who, who do you like to spend your social time with? Is that happening right now? To what extent is that happening? Is it happening the way you would like to happen? And what does balance look like for you? Yeah, and this is one that I identified that I want to focus on in my life as well is um, I realize that you are the only person really in my world that likes to hike. And I need to yeah. find another hiker. So if there's somebody listening and they want to hike, send me an email because I'm looking for, you know, Joanne just can't keep up with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I need somebody local that can just like True. go spontaneously for a hike yeah. with me. I mean, you have Ash who will do that with True. you. Yep. And, uh, yep. No, you're right. So I'm looking for a hiking partner. Okay. Anyone down in the Hamilton area who's yes. listening? 
Next to a kind of a similar, very different. So one is income and one is money management. And we chose these two because certainly because we are entrepreneurs and so we often do want to look at, okay, how much is our desire to make this year? Are we on target? And what do we need to do to achieve that? And that is our income and where is it coming from and and are we balancing uh supporting our current clients versus getting new clients and all of that to me goes in there. And then the money management bit is more um, holistically around what are you doing with your finances? Are you looking at retirement? Are you looking at saving for certain holidays or are you looking at investments or the house? You know, so more of that kind of investment financial management strategy and uh, income is more the the here and now or, or where you would like to be. So yes. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Sam. No, I just think that the whole idea of money management also can include um, your issues with money. I think lots of people have mm-hmm. either, you know, um, scarcity attitudes towards money or debt that, it, that they, um, you know, are spending more than they're making. And there's issues there that, they need to deal with as well. So I think when you think about money management, it's also being aware of, of your money, like just being aware of your goals and your reality with your finances and making sure that you're, um, you're living in reality (laughs) with your finances. Yeah. Okay. So the next one we have on our wheel is business and career. So business and career is an area that I think we have to revisit often in our lives. And we go through a lot of transitions in this area. And I think especially women as, well, men and women, but I think as we mature, we reach plateaus in our career and maybe we accomplish things and then we realize that we'd like to try something different or, you know, there's nowhere for us to go now we've reached that level in our career and we want to change and challenge ourselves so i think this one's an interesting one for us to think about in terms of balance and whether or not we have balance so i think there's two aspects to it there's the balance of am i putting everything into my career to and the other areas in my life are out of whack but then i think there's also the balance of am I still doing what is feeding me and making me happy? And so for me, I actually scored this one quite a little bit lower. It's an area that I'm really focusing on right now and really doing a lot of deep thinking about because I'm feeling that way. I feel like I'm ready for something new in my career. And Mm. I'm not even sure what it is yet, but it's um, not an area I feel balanced in at all. I also think... So if it's not necessarily a business or, or a whole career change that you're looking at, then your work. And I, I just have a friend who had a realization in the fall that she was really out of balance because she spent a lot of her time at work, thinking about work, doing work, and everything else in the wheel and many other things in the wheel then were left behind. You only have capacity to focus on so many things at once so so she's really uh, trying to she was at over 10 
And she's really trying to reduce that a little bit so that she could make room for other areas. So I think this is one we might want to explore in more depth in a, another episode. It's certainly something on my mind, and I think it would I would like to explore it more. Mm. Sounds good. So a few more are life purpose and fulfillment. And this is linked in my mind to many of the other areas. I think for me, life purpose, it's really tied up in business and career for me right now. So mm-hmm. um, almost hard to separate them out because that's what I feel I want to drive more of my business and career than it has in the past. So just trying to sort that out. Nature, Sandy. Yeah, so this one is, you know, I think an important one for both of us. Um, For you, I see it as something you um, do going out for walks and hiking, but also gardening, you know, for you Mm -hmm. just getting your hands in the soil and really um, being in touch with with food from you know seed to table kind of thing yeah is um a a way that you have brought nature into your everyday life and i think it's important for people you know we need to get out of our our boxes and out into into the um, natural environment yeah absolutely all the outdoor pursuits all the uh, the exercise being out in the snow. I mean, it looks beautiful. Snowstorms out there, but it just looks beautiful out there. So just kind of, I have to have a bit of outdoor in my life for sure. Yes. And that leads on to the physical environment. So for me, this is all around my space. This is around my workspace, my house. I'm the type of person who clear space, clear mind. I don't know if that's you, but I can get to a point where I can live with a bit of messiness or chaos and then I'm like, okay, this is not this is not happening for me right now. So I'll clean everything. I'm very much a place for everything and everything in its place. Um, and then that just I just feel like I'm a little bit more imbalanced with uh, <laughs> getting on with the next thing on my task list, if you like. No, I'm the same way. I mean, you know, I did my master's degree on this topic of how our physical environments impact us um, in our work, our work, our output, our team effectiveness. So I think it's huge. And I know for me, like I'm sitting at this desk right now and I, you know, had a busy few days and I feel like my desk just has way too much stuff on it. And it's Mm. really like, I just have my eyes closed because I don't even want to look at my desk. I like to have things really clutter free. And Mm. um, I feel like I just keep getting rid of more and more stuff in my life. So um, I think it does affect us. I think our physical environments, if you don't like where you're living, where you're sleeping, what your bed feels like, you know, if you, your house is dirty or dusty, it it all really affects us. So Mm -hmm. I think physical environments are really important. Our next one, fun and level of engagement. So we've spoken about fun. We often speak about fun a lot. It's a, it's a strong value for both Sandy and I. And, again, fun is whatever you choose it to be. I think that's where the laughter comes in again. And a lot of these areas that we've already spoken about is fun for us. But what, what else is there? How much fun are you getting in your life? And how much are you engaging with, with life and with fun and with others around you? 
Good. And I, is there one more? Area one more here? creative, creative, pursuits. creative pursuits. Yeah. So, and I, again, we've touched on this one a little bit, even on the podcast today about going to the art gallery. But I think the difference here is um, your own creative pursuit. So what are you creating? And I know that um, I've been doing some knitting, which is something that I like to do. And I know you do jewelry making and we both like to preserve foods and do canning. And there's just different things. I think that idea of making something and creating things, whether it's art or um, whatever it is, you know, that that really brings you that sense of well-being then Mm -hmm. um it's important to have some balance here so if you're looking around your life and thinking i'm not really doing anything um think about that is there some way you could bring that if that's important to you into your life Mm. so we've touched on a lot of spokes in our balance wheel and like i said before we will have it there for you um on the website or if you're on our uh, newsletter we'll send it to you but again i encourage you to create your own wheel decide what is important for you and and that comes under the reality section of our of our model some things that were important to us may not be important to you write things down on your wheel that are important to you And your reality is when you assess yourself. So zero is low and that's closer into the center of the wheel. Ten is high. And assess yourself right now. Remember, it's not where you want to be. It is right now. Where do you feel you are right now in each of these different categories? And that is your reality. So then the next one to realign on that is when you actually join, you can join the marks. So so there's a spoke of the wheel. So you actually get a, a, a jagged kind of circly line going around the wheel. And again, you get to look at it. So do does it look balanced and feel balanced to you? And that's just, balance doesn't mean everything should be five. Everything should be equal. Some things will be more and some things will be less for you. But the realign part is to identify the gaps and then decide on what action you need to take to create more balance in your life. So I just want to talk about one gap maybe because a gap is where you need to take action. So one maybe for me, I do know I need I, I spend a lot of time in the exercise bit, but I spend a lot of time in certain types of exercise. So cardio and weight training. One of my gaps is doing more that mind, body, spirit stuff, which for me is um, the deep breathing and the, the yoga. And, and flexibility is part of healthy exercise. That's Flexibility is part of it. So there may be some areas where you score high and you actually, like I said earlier, you need to, you need to actually reduce them a little bit so you can bring other things into your life. So gaps aren't just areas where you score low. Also look at where you score high. And again, you get to decide. Do I want to be that high or do I need to bring this down a little bit? A final step would be who in your life can support you in creating some of those actions and um, making some of the changes that you want to make in your life to to get more balanced. And, and you need to have the conversation with them because if you need some support from other people, then who better to um, help you get there? So, Sandy, this has been a great conversation. 
Yes, it's been really helpful. And I think that as I've been going through this in preparation for this call, it's been helpful for me to pick a couple of areas, one in particular that I'm going to focus on. And I hope that our listeners as well are able to to do that, to just think what what's one area right now that if I were to focus on, I would feel like I have more life balance and that I could um, would really bring something to my life that I've been feeling has been missing. So thank you, Joanne, as mm-hmm. always, a very stimulating conversation. Thank you. And we'll see you next time, Life Reframers. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.